Welcome to a powerful message from the Lighthouse Chapel International, Bronx North Branch. Lighthouse Chapel International branches worldwide provide every member the training, support, and encouragement to fulfill the Great Commission and to go to heaven and hear Jesus say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Bow your heads and let us pray. Heavenly Father, we are thankful and we are grateful for opening a door for us to come before you to hear your word. This evening, Lord, we avail our hearts. We pray, Father, that you give us of your spirit to teach us. Give us wisdom. Give us knowledge. Feed us with the deer and the sakar. We ask, O God, that you bless our service tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Clap your hands for Jesus and you may be seated. Tonight I want to share a very simple and a short message with you. Those of you who are interested in short messages. I want to share with you about the ways of men. The ways of men. Matthew chapter 16 and verse 21. Matthew chapter 16 and verse 21. The ways of men. Hallelujah. It says, from that time forth began Jesus to show unto his disciples how that he must go unto Jerusalem and suffer many things of the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised again the third day. Then Peter took him and began to rebuke him, saying, Be it far from thee, Lord, this shall not be unto thee. But he turned and said unto Peter, Get thee behind me, Satan. Thou art an offense unto me, for thou severest not the things that be of God, but those that be of men. Then said Jesus unto his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Hallelujah. Verse 23 says, But he turned and said unto Peter, Get thee behind me, Satan. Thou art an offense unto me, for thou savorest not the things that be of God, but those that be of men. Hallelujah. Well, tonight I want to bring your attention for you to begin to be careful of men. To be careful of men. Because men are dangerous. Hallelujah. I said, men are what? Say, I am dangerous. Tell your neighbor, look at me. I am dangerous. Say, be careful of me. Because I am dangerous. Amen. 
You see, we have read this scripture many times. But tonight, I want us to take note of verse 23 and look closely. Do you have the Amplified Version in verse 23? Let's look at the Amplified Version in verse 23. It says, Jesus turned away from Peter and said to him, Get behind me, Satan. You are in my way. An offense and a hindrance and a snare to me. He said, get thee behind me, Satan. You are in my way. You are an offense and you are a hindrance and you are a snare to me. For you are minding what partakes not of the nature and quality of God, but of men. You are mindful of the things of men. You know, this is very strong rebuke. This is an ultimate rebuke. I mean, in the whole of the scriptures, this is the most harsh or the harshest of rebukes. Do you understand? And I mean, it's not, you know, some form of a sin I don't know what sin that you will commit. I don't know what sin that you will fall into that will attract you being described as Satan. I mean, himself. Satan himself. Like, as for this sin that you have committed, we are looking at Satan himself. You know, I don't know what kind of sin that a person can commit. Even if you lie, even if you tell a lie, we say you are a son of the father of lies. Isn't that so? We say you are of your father, the devil. The father of all lies. But to be called Satan, that you are, this is Satan. I mean, this is Satan we are looking at. I think it's very serious. What do you think? But here we see Jesus calling Peter Satan directly in his face, addressing him as Satan. Amen. And we must accept it. We must accept the behavior that Jesus Christ himself sees as this is Satan. Because he knows more than we do. And he knows Satan more than we do. Do you understand? So what he identifies and sees as Satan We must all accept it. And we should not say, Jesus, this is too harsh. How can you call your friend Satan? Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? We must accept it. And we must look at it critically. And analyze it. That Jesus looking at a person, I mean, Satan, it's a very serious thing. Ellen, what do you think? It's a very serious thing. For somebody to look in your face and say, Satan. Amen. But we see Jesus calling Peter Satan himself. And he gives explanation. He gives explanation for calling him Satan. And that is what I want us to look at this evening. I want us to look at the reason why Jesus calls 
his own disciple, Satan, the cornerstone of the church, the foundation of the church, the one upon whom he is going to build his church, and he didn't change his mind about him, but we see him addressing him or calling him as Satan, the devil himself. And the reason he gives is because you follow the things of men. You follow the things of men. He says, your decisions are guided by men. Your thoughts are guided by men. You are saying what you are saying because of men. You are acting the way you are acting because of men. You are doing what you are doing because of men. And that qualifies you to be called Satan. Did you read that? He says, go back to the King James. Go back to the King James. He says, but he turned and said unto Peter, get thee behind me, Satan. And then there's colon. Do you see that? It's colon. And that means because. And that means the reason is, and so he said, I am calling you Satan because of the following. Because of this. And what is the reason? Thou art an offense unto me. How? Why? Why am I an offense unto you? And the Amplified said, you are a hindrance. You are in my way. To be offense unto me means you are in my way. You are a hindrance. You are stopping me from what I'm doing. You are preventing me from doing something for God. It says you are an offense unto me. And why? Why have I become an offense unto you? For thou, for, do you understand what it's for? What is for? Those of you who went to good school, you did literature, English literature. What is for? In this sentence. For is not the same as it's for you. Do you understand? For in this particular means what? Because. It means because. Because thou severest not the things that be of God, but those that be of men. You treasure, you like the things that be of men, not the things that be of God. He says you don't like the things that be of God. For the statement that you just made, it means you don't like the things of God. Are you with me? He says, for thou severest not the things that be of God, but of men. Hallelujah. You don't like the things that be of God, but of men. Whenever you like the things that are of men, you qualify to be called Satan. Because, you see, Satan is a god of this world. The Bible calls him, in 2 Corinthians 4.4, it says, the god of this world has burned our eyes the minds of the eyes of our minds so satan is the god of this world and so he controls the minds of the men of this world do you understand so when you are you when you subject your things when you separate the things of the men of this world it means that satan directly is talking to you you are being influenced directly by satan amen so, whenever you are pulled aside privately, you see, if you read the scripture, go back. No, um, 
Matthew, yes. It says, go to the previous verse 20, verse 21. Yeah, verse 21. It says, from that time forth, Jesus began to show unto his disciples how that he must go unto Jerusalem and suffer many things of the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised again the third day. Then Peter took him. Peter took him aside. If you read other version, it says that Peter took him aside. Privately. If you read a New Living Translation, for instance, or the NIV. It says he took him privately. He took him aside privately and rebuked him. Rebuked him. This is Peter. And rebuked him. Saying, be it far from thee, Lord. This shall not be unto thee. Be ye far from thee, Lord. This shall not be unto thee. Come on, Lord. Please, don't talk like that. It is what they are planning, but we are here. Let it be far from you. It's a curse, and we cast this curse out. Do you understand? It's like, look, the, the power of life and death, it lies in your tongue. Don't talk like that, Lord. Let it be far from you. He rebuked him. And Jesus said, you are an offense unto me. So whenever you are pulled aside, whenever you are pulled aside and someone is seriously talking to you, someone pulls you aside, you are actively doing something for God and someone pulls you aside and begin to seriously talk to you, you must pause for a moment and look at the person. And see if it is Satan that is talking to you or it is God that is talking to you. You must pause. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? Anytime someone pulls you aside to talk to you regarding what you intend doing, what you are doing for God, what you are involved, and you must pause. Hallelujah. Because you could easily be talking to Satan. You can easily be having conversation directly with the devil. Amen. I mean the person standing right before you or sitting down with you and talking to you, you must think. Hallelujah. You may think that that is that friend that is talking to you. Do you understand? Is somebody understanding? Or you don't you don't you don't like my message? You don't like my message. That is on the table. Sonia, do you understand what I'm sharing? Yes. Whenever anyone becomes a stumbling block, anyone becomes a stumbling block in your service or your love for God, look at that person directly and see that this is Satan talking to you. Look at the person directly and see that this is Satan talking to you. Whenever someone becomes a stumbling block, whenever you have a conversation with someone and it makes you not want to do something for God anymore, understand that Satan has just spoken to you. Satan has just spoken to you. Whether it is your disciple that you intend to build your church on, the foundation of your church, whether it is your disciple, whether it is your shepherd, whether it is your pastor, whether it's your husband, your mother, your father, your wife, 
regardless of who that person is, understand that it is not that person that is standing there talking to you, but it is Satan directly talking to you. It is Satan. When someone pulls you aside and begins to talk to you, you say, it's my BFF. You know what is BFF? (laughs) This is coming from my BFF. What's BFF? Best friend forever. Best friend forever. It can be Satan directly talking to you. He says, oh, don't trust this person. Be careful with this person. Don't trust this person. Be careful of this pastor. Don't be telling this pastor your issues. Look, don't let the pastor know all these things that are happening here. Don't Whenever you see, whenever someone pulls you aside, listen, listen, you have to be careful. If the pastor hears it, by the time you realize, it's in the preaching. So, see Satan. You should turn, hey, and say, sister, brother, BFF, I know you are BFF, but I am talking to Satan directly. You see, Jesus could have looked at Peter, you know? Jesus could have looked at Peter and said, Oh, Peter, you don't understand everything. You know? I know you care so much, but you don't understand everything. That, don't worry. I know you. Don't worry. I know what I'm going to face you know, don't worry. You see, Peter, Jesus could have been talking to him like that and say, oh, you understand what I'm sharing with you? But Jesus did not look at that. Jesus knew that this is not Peter. This is Satan directly. And you have to understand that. You see, you must come to that spiritual level and understand that when men severes the things of men, the devil has entered into them. And they will intend influence you. Influence you. Do you understand? Influence you. They change. Oh, why? Oh, you, you, were, you were the leader for this thing. Well, now they don't make you lead the um, choir anymore. Now they don't make you lead the um, songs anymore. Why? They, this is this, this going. And then you see. You see? And then, ah. That's why. You see? That is why. You see? Satan has just spoken to you. I am telling you, Satan has just spoken to you. You see, you may be looking at someone and think that the person cares about you. You may be looking at someone and say, this is my BFF. Who cares about me? But I'm telling you that Satan has entered into your BFF Satan has taken the face of your BFF. It is not Satan is influencing him. I'm not talking about Satan is convincing him. Satan is directing him to talk to you like that. I am talking about Satan himself is talking to you, but with the face of your BFF. It is Satan. Jesus did not, and Jesus does not describe, oh, Peter, you know, this is, you know, you're allowing the devil to talk to you. You're allowing the devil to influence you. And, no, 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 no. He says, get thee behind me. This is Satan. So I believe that Peter may have turned around. 
Looking for Satan. But Jesus was addressing Satan directly. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? Jesus was addressing Satan directly. Hallelujah. You want to join the choir and, oh, hey, you planning to join the choir? Ah, Be prepared. They will gossip about you. They will say this about you. And you say, eh. Oh, then you change your mind. Satan has spoken to you. Satan has spoken to you. Satan has spoken to you. I'm not going to church tonight. It's raining. What about you? You see, it's a question from Satan. That is a question directly from Satan. I'm telling you. That I'm not going to church tonight because it's raining. What about you? Are you going? It's a question that is coming. See that this question is coming from Satan. You say, I'm sorry, shepherd, but this Satan I'm looking at right now. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Yeah. It's raining tonight. So I'm not going. Will you go? Amen. You see, most of us, when we hear conversation like this, we think the person cares about us. We think the person likes you. We think the person is concerned. But it is Satan who is talking. Jesus said, get thee behind me, Satan. And he gave reason why this is Satan. He says, you savor the things of man and not the things of God. Hallelujah. Now, throughout your life, you could be either following the ways of man or the ways of God throughout your life. There is no in-between. You can either be following the ways of men or you'll be following the ways of God. And most of us, I'm sorry to announce to you tonight that we follow the ways of men. Isn't it? We follow the ways of men. A lot of us, or majority of us, follow the ways of men. And the reason why we do follow the ways of men is because it's easy. It's easy to follow the ways of men. It is attractive to follow the ways of men. Though the ways of men, the end thereof is always destruction, death and destruction. It is easy to follow the ways of men because you get a lot of encouragement when you are following the ways of men. Do you understand? When you are following the ways of men, it is the part that a lot of people are following. So when you are following the ways of men, you get confidence. You get confidence that you are doing the right thing. Do you understand what I'm saying with you? You get approval that you are doing the right thing when you are following the ways of men. That is the way that a lot of people follow. Have you not seen, you know, people are, you are driving and then you get to a place where, say you are going to a place that you don't know. And you get to a place where they have blocked the road. This is the way that you know. And they block the road. You know, when they block the road, 
you have to, like sometimes when we are going home, in the night you see that they have decided to do construction. And then they block the road. They block the road in a town that I don't know about. Do you understand? They block the road in a place where I don't know. So then you realize that because they block the road, you see a lot of cars have turned and they are going in a certain way. Is it not the same way you also will follow? And you follow with confidence because you think that they are all going the same place. And if they have blocked the road and they are all going this way, then they find they know a way that will come back to the right place. So you follow them with confidence. By the time you realize you have come back to where you started. (laughs) Isn't that so? And you follow with confidence. And when they speed, you also speed. You don't want to even lose them. And you see, they go and you are also going. You don't even think, you don't worry about getting lost. You say, these people, they know the way. They, the way they, they, they know the way. Because that is where a lot of them are going. And so you are following. By the time you realize. You see, the Bible says, there is the way that seemed right in the eyes of man. But the end thereof is dead. You'll be destroyed. When you are following the ways that seem right in the eyes of men, you'll be destroyed. The end thereof. But it looks so right in your eyes. I believe it's Proverbs 14.12 or 12.14.14.12. There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. You see, it seems right in whose eyes? It seems right in the, in the eyes of men. You see, it's in the eyes of men. And I'm showing you that whenever you are following the ways of men, the end thereof is death. However, when you are following, the way seems so right. And it gives you so much confidence because a lot of people are following. A lot of people are following. Amen. So it is easy to follow the ways of men because it is attractive. It is easy to follow the ways of men because a lot of people are following and it gives you that confidence. It is encouraging. And it is difficult to follow the ways of God because it makes you look odd. Whenever you are following the ways of God, it makes you look odd. It, you stand out. It makes you look different. Amen. Whenever you feel odd, it brings discomfort. It, it, it brings uncertainty. You feel you are wrong. When you are the only one doing something, you feel you are wrong. If you go someplace and the, all the people are lying, they are all killed here, they line up here, to this door, and you are the only one standing to enter this door, and you all are going to get the same thing, you would think you are wrong. And everyone, even in that line, they will look at you, and they will think you are very odd. You, be, you look abnormal. You look like something is wrong with you. Amen. 
Whenever you decide to follow the ways of God, you are not likable. You are not likable. Amen. And you are, you, 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 you are, not, you are not attractive. Hallelujah. But you realize that no one also likes to be odd. No one likes to be odd. No one likes to stand out. No one likes to be different from everyone else. Except for some few things. We are not going to go into that. So you realize those who usually follow the ways of God, they are different. And in order for you to follow the ways of God, you have to be a strong-willed person. You must have a strong will to follow the ways of God. You must have a strong personality to follow the ways of God. You have to be strong-minded if you want to follow the ways of God. You, can, you cannot be a person that is easily swayed if you are following the ways of God. You are not the type. Hallelujah. Amen. Because people don't like to be disliked. Do you understand? People don't like to be odd. People don't like to be different. The people who demand the things of God to be done by the book, by the word of God, people don't like them. Have you not realized that? People don't like them. When you demand that the, the things of God, like the house of God, things should be done properly, you know, we can't do this, we can't do it. No, you can't do it. People don't like you. When you are like that, people don't like you. That is why it's easy to follow the ways of men. But Jesus is saying, when you separate not the things of God, but the things of man, you become Satan. You become Satan. Hallelujah. Is somebody understanding the message this evening? You become Satan. John chapter 5 and verse 30. John chapter 5 and verse 30. Almost done with my message, so don't worry. It says, I can of my own, of my own self, do nothing. As I hear, I judge. And my judgment is just. Because I seek not mine own will, but the will of the Father which hath sent me. Amen. Amen. I seek not my own will, but the will of the Father which hath sent me. So you see, there are so many things that we do, even though we are doing it for God, but we are doing it seeking our own will. Is somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? Seeking our own will. We are seeking our own will of being looked at as the greatest preacher. We are seeking our own will as being looked at as, oh, your messages are powerful. We are seeking our own will as being looked at as a powerful drummer, a powerful musician, a powerful singer. We are seeking our own will as being looked at as a powerful church. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? And that is because we savor the things that be of men. When we desire the things that be of men, we do not seek the will of God, but we seek our own will because we want men to like us. 
We want men to like us. Think about it. Is it tonight? I want you to really think. Whatever it is that you are doing, whatever you are doing, what is the reason behind it? What is the heart behind it? What is the mind? Are you, are you doing it to please men? Are you doing it so that you, the men will like you? He says, I can of my own self do nothing. I can of my own self do nothing. You see, whenever you have a mindset like that, you always seek the help of the Holy Spirit. You always want to be guided by the Holy Spirit. He says, as I hear, I judge. I don't speak my mind. As I hear, I judge. And my judgment is just because I seek not my own will, but the will of the Father which has sent me. His will is what I'm looking for. The next verse, he says, if I bear witness of myself, my witness is not true. That means if I am, you see, whenever you are bearing witness of yourself, you will speak that which men want to hear. You will say the things that men want to hear. Do you understand? It's like you go for an interview. You say the things that they want to hear. I have done this for 15 years. I have 15 years of experience. I have been to this. I have worked here. I have worked there. I have worked here. You see, you are telling them the things that will make them like you. That is when you are bearing witness of yourself. Amen. So it says, if I bear witness of myself, my witness is not true. So when you go for an interview, your witness is not true. It's not true. They ask you, you are a team player. You say, yes, I'm a team player. In fact, you know, at my other job, you are not a team player. But you are telling them what they have to hear. That will make them like you. Isn't that so? Are you a team player? You are not a team player. You, you, if you don't like being associated with people. You, don't, you, you, you like to work on your own. But the company wants to hear that you say you are a team player. There is another that beareth witness of me. And I know that the witness which he witnessed of me is true. Are you with me? Yes. Are you, 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 listen. you see, we can only learn from Jesus. Because he is the one that came from the Father. And he knows what the Father likes. We can only learn from Jesus. If we don't learn from Jesus, we will always go wrong. It says, there is another that beareth witness of me, and I know that the witness which he witnessed of me is true. He sent unto, he sent unto John, and he bear witness unto the truth. He said that there's another person who has been talking about me. The things that he's saying, they are true. The things that he's saying about me, they are true. And in fact, you sent people to John to interview him, to find out, and all the things that he told them, they are true. Then he said, but I received not testimony from man. Though the things that John is saying about me, they are true, 
That is not the kind of testimony that I'm looking for. And then he says, but these things, I say that ye might be saved. I have to tell you to believe the things that John is saying, that they are true, so that you'll be saved. But not that you will believe in me. I'm not saying it for you to have testimony of me. I'm not testifying of myself to you. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? If it wasn't for the fact that you need to hear this to be saved, I wouldn't have mentioned them to you. I wouldn't have even mentioned John. I wouldn't have even been bothered with John's testimony about me. Because I seek not the testimony of men. The moment you begin to seek the testimony of men and becomes valuable to you, you sever the things that be of men. The testimony of men become attractive to you. Do you understand the word of God this evening? So he says, the next verse, he was a burning and a shining light, and you were willing for a season to rejoice in his light. But I have greater witness than that of John. I have greater witness than that of John. For the works which the Father had given me to finish, the same works that I do bear witness of me that the Father has sent me. Not testimonies of men, not what men say about me. That they are not important to me. But the works that I do, he says, the teaching and the miracles, they are the ones that testify of me. And this, he says, they do bear witness of me that the Father has sent me. That is more important to him than any man saying anything about him. Do you understand? See, that is why when Nicodemus went to him, Nicodemus went to him and, oh, in John chapter 3, we know you are a man of God. We know you were sent directly from God. You know, no man can do these things except that be, God be with the person. You know, and all these things that Jesus says, you need to be born again. You need to be born again. The bottom line is you need to be born again. That was his message for him. For all the accolades. You see? You will, you will, you see, that is, you will want a person like that. Ah, what's your name? Huh? Where you come from? Ah, how do you know me? Have you heard my messages? Do you, do you listen to me? Eh, ah, really? You see, then you are, but he was not interested in that. Look at that. Jesus answered and said, go back, John chapter 1. John chapter, don't lose my message now. <laughs> He says, there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him. You see, why did he come to Jesus by night? Why did he come to Jesus by night? Why did he come to Jesus privately? Nicodemusly. He came to Jesus Nicodemusly. He doesn't want anyone to know. He doesn't want anyone to know that he's even talking to Jesus. Do you understand? So he came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. There's no doubt about that. For no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. 
Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I said unto you, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Stop those accolades. Stop those things you are talking about and receive the message. You have to be born again. You see? But you see, we would have been, oh, what company do you come from? Do you belong to a church? What, what is your church? <laughs> huh? Do you? Okay, here's my number. Join my church. Do you understand? We like people like that. People who like us. You see? But Jesus is not interested in that. So go back to my scripture in John chapter 5. He said, But I have, a, I have greater witness than that of John. For the works which the Father had given me to finish, the same works that I do bear witness of me that the Father has sent me. Verse 37. And the Father himself, which has sent me, had borne witness of me. He have need, ye have neither heard his voice at any time, nor seen his shape. And ye have not his word abiding in you, for whom he had sent him ye believe not. You don't like the word of God. The word of God is not in you. Because if the word of God is in you, then you will know who I am. Why? Because he says, he says, for whom he had sent, him he believed not. And then he said, search the scriptures. The word is not in you. Search the scriptures. Search the scriptures. For in them, ye think ye have eternal life. You see, a lot of us, we think we are saved. We think we are saved. He says, and they are they which testify of me. Everywhere in the scripture is littered with me. This me they are talking about. But the word is not in you. You savor just the things of men. So you don't know me. You cannot accept me. You don't believe me. You don't like me. That is what he's saying. He says, search the scriptures. And ye will not come to me that ye might have life. I receive not honor from men. Say, I receive not honor from men. Say, from tonight, I receive not honor from men. Say, I refuse to receive the honor of men. Beloved, let not the honor of men be something that you seek after. If you sing and they don't clap for you, heavens are clapping for you. If you preach and they don't clap, heavens are clapping for you. That is what your mind should be on. That is what your heart should be on. Is heaven happy with what I'm doing? Is God happy with what I'm doing? That is what your mind should be on. And not that the people are happy with you. Not that the people are happy with you. He says, I seek not the honor of men. Whenever the honor of men influence you, you become, you become a severer of the things of men. And you qualify for a description that I, want to, I don't want to say. He says, I receive not honor from men. But I know you. I know you. That ye have not the love of God in you. I am come in my father's name. And ye receive me not. If another shall come in his own name. Him he will receive. Because the one who will come in his own name, he will bear witness of himself. He will testify of himself. He will say, I am this, I am that. You will say, I am, they will say the things that you would like to hear. That person, you will like him. Because you like the ways of men. 
But because I come in the name of the Father, you don't like me. I said, whenever you follow the ways of God, you stand out different. People don't like you. They don't like you. This, how can ye believe which receive honor one of another and seek not the honor that cometh from God only? How can you believe? How can you flow? How can you say you serve God? How can you follow God? How can you believe in God? How can you flow with God? If you are people who seek honor one from another, you savor the things of men. You savor the things of men. Why do you come to church? So that we will see that you came? Is that the reason? If that is the reason, change tonight. Change it tonight. And if that is not the reason, then no man needs to even drive you to come. You will see... The one who, for whose reason you come, you know he's looking at you. And you know he knows what you are doing right this hour while you are not in church. That is the person that should drive you to church. That is the person that should tell you, you say, God sees what I'm doing right now. And that is what should motivate. And if you are that kind, if you are that kind, if you are that kind that God sees, that is why I'm doing it. If you are that kind, I'm telling you. And if you are that kind, you will will realize that that is when it says that when the spirit of God is in you, you will have no need that any man teach you. You will not need that man will teach you. You see? Then you will have no need for someone to drive you because the driver, no one is seeing that you know the driver is with you. You know the person that wants you to go is with you. And any excuse that you are giving, it, he knows, you know that he knows you. Or you don't understand what I'm saying. Beloved, let us be conscious from tonight. Let us be conscious. Why do we do what we do? Is it the ways of men or the ways of God? Hallelujah. Is somebody understanding the message tonight? I want to read one more scripture and then we are done. Would you let me read one more scripture? I have two more scriptures, but I'll read one. Let me read two scriptures to you. Luke chapter 6. Luke chapter 6 and verse 26. You see, I want us to think about the things we do and be honest with ourselves. I want us to be honest with ourselves. Be honest with yourself. What drives you? What drives you to do the things you do? What is the driver behind the things that you do? Is it to seek the honor of men? Or to seek the honor of God? But I want you to be careful of men. I say be careful of men. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 6 and verse 26. It says, woe unto you. Woe unto you when all men shall speak well of you. Woe unto you when all men shall speak well of you. He says you are doomed when all men are speaking well of you. Do you understand? So if all men are saying good things about you, Sheila, be careful. You should, you, you, you should be able to do certain things that make men not speak well of you. And I'm not saying steal from them or, you know, lie to them. But do something for God that makes men not like you.
Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? You see, you cannot let all men like you. So if you, you know, you are doing something and, and then you come, hey, Reverend, I can't do this anymore. You know, people are complaining. I don't like people talking about me. I don't like people. Why? If you, are, if you are pleasing God, expect that the people will talk about you. Expect that the people will talk about you. Because the people, they severate not the things that be of God. And so whenever you are pleasing God, whenever you are, you, you are friends with the world, you become enemy with God. Amen. He says, woe unto you when all men shall speak well of you. When all men speak well of you, it means you are flowing with men. It means that you are doing things that men like. Would men like you if you are doing something they don't like? No. But when you are doing something that all men like, then all men flow with you, then see that woe is unto you. Woe is unto you. He says, for so did their fathers to the false prophets. So when all men like you, you become a false prophet. (laughs) It's wow. When all men like you, you are a false prophet. That is why you should not be complaining. You know, oh, they're talking about me. Oh, these people don't like me. Oh, I don't want to join the choir because you don't want to be a false prophet chorister. <laughs> a false chorister or a false song. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Shakira, when all men like you, the Bible says, woe is unto you. Woe is unto you. That means terrible things await you. Men are dangerous. Say, men are dangerous. Say, I am dangerous. Say, be careful of me. Because I am dangerous. It says, woe unto you when all men shall speak well of you. For so did their fathers to the false prophets. But I say unto you which hear. I say unto you which hear. That means those of you who have a heart and ears to listen and to receive. Those of you who are here, who is here, I am telling you the things that you will do, it will opposite, it will be opposite what men will do normally. And he begins to list them. He says, But I say unto you, which here, love your enemies. Is that what men do? Do men love their enemies? No. He says, Love your enemies. Do good to them which hate you. Do you do good to the people who hate you? Is that how you behave? Is that how you behave? The people who hate you, you do good to them. You see, it's not natural. When you do that, men look at you as a fool. When you do that, men call you naive. Other names. <laughs> that we cannot say in the microphone. <laughs> and did you see the word of God? When all men like you. He said, he said, do good to them which hate you. When you go, read the, go to the next one. The next verse. Bless them that curse you. Is that what men do? And pray for them which despisefully use you. 
Is that what men do? It says, for those of you who hear, as for you who hear, this is what you have to do. Amen. This is difficult. This makes you odd. <laughs> Long suffering. Amen. When you go home and read, complete the rest. There's so many of the opposite of men things that Jesus listed over there. Okay. Jesus was odd. Jesus was odd. They didn't like him. Do you understand? They didn't like him. John chapter 12 and verse 24. Verse 42. John chapter 12 and verse 42. And verse 43. It says, Nevertheless, among the chief rulers also, many believed on him. But because of the Pharisees, because of the Pharisees, they did not confess him. Because of the Pharisees, they did not confess him. Many believed him, but because of the Pharisees. You see, they believed him. They saw the works. They saw the testimony. They saw, they saw the miracles and it testified of him that this man is from God. Many believed him, but because of men. Because they severed the things of men. They did not confess him. Lest they should be put out of the synagogue. For they loved the praise of men more than the praise of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Tonight, I want you to change your mind. Say, I refuse to seek the honor of men. Say, I purpose not to accept the honor of men. Hallelujah. Amen. But you seek the honor that comes from God. Whenever you seek the honor that comes from God, Ultimately, men will come to honor you. Ultimately, men will honor you. Ultimately, men will salute you. Ultimately, men will... God is not an author of confusion. Whenever you seek the honor that comes from God, you see that in the end, though as you were walking the path, you look odd and you stand out. In the end, everyone salutes you. In the end, everyone salutes you. You see, our own bishop, he looked as odd when he began and he was preaching and he was talking about salvation. His messages were considered childish messages. People describe his messages as childish, like he's talking to children, that he doesn't preach, he just talks. But today we see. We see. He looked odd, standing and seeking the honor that came from God. Not flowing with the same preaching about prosperity and wealth and increase and this and sticking to the gospel message. Standing alone and looking odd. Today we see what the Lord has used him to do. Put your hands together for the Lord. And our time is up. Let's stand to our feet and bring the message to a close. Thankful. Indeed, you are the only God. That we sing our praises to. You are the only God we will give our heart to. We are the only God we will bow our knees to. You are the only God from whom we will seek honor. 
We give you glory and honor. We thank you, Lord, for your ways. Help us, Lord, to please you by not pleasing the ways of men, but Father, by following you and going by the ways of God. Lord, we will stick to the ways of God. Tonight, we purpose in our hearts to stick to the ways of God. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord. We glorify your name. We give you praise. In Jesus' name. Only a God. Only a We hope you have been blessed immensely by this message. Join us at 1734 Williamsbridge Road in the Bronx on Sunday afternoons and Tuesday evenings. For copies of this and other messages, contact us via email at lci.bronx at gmail.com.